Welcome to Vintage Sports Internet News. I'm your host, Jay Lamont, and we're going to get it cracking in just a second. But let us explain to you what we do. We're going to bring to you all the newest sports heroes of today, your sports heroes of yesterday, your newest teams, and what makes us very unique is we're going to discuss some of your local heroes, some of the men and women who have made history in the sports community in your neck of the woods. So come on back and join us. Vintage Sports Internet News. Leave a topic. Hit the bell at the top. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Come on back in. Hi. Welcome to another edition of Vintage Sports Internet News. I'm your host, Jay Lamont. And yes, it's been a while, but we're back. We're back on the uh, podcast. And if you're uh, any of my uh, podcast fans who are out there in Mexico, hasta la vista. And uh, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, If you're any of my fans who are around the world celebrating Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak. And uh, if you're any of my fans who are celebrating the Easter holidays that are coming up, happy Easter to you all. Okay, now let's get into some sports action. How about the Lamar Lamar Jackson uh, thing that's going on in the Baltimore Ravens, in the Baltimore Ravens camp? Hey, uh, if you ask me, uh, you know, uh, Lamar is, uh, he's not, he's not, he's, you know, he's due to get paid. He's due to get paid and, uh, he's representing himself. And, um, uh, I've been, I've been, you know, the streets are talking, the streets are talking. It's allegedly that his mom is helping him, uh, with negotiations. And, um, what do you think about that? Ring the bell. Let me know. What do you think? Do you think that, you know, he should make a deal now? Or, you know, should he wait? Should he wait? Uh, I don't know. I think Lamar is a smart guy. Uh, I think Lamar knows what he's doing. Um, You know, he's kind of waited on uh, a lot of the other... uh, quarterbacks to get paid, you know, the Cleveland quarterbacks, the Kyle Murray's, the, you know, he's waited on Aaron Rodgers, you know, Deshaun Watson's he's, he's waited on all of those guys to get their money. So what do you think? I mean, uh, a lot of the, I heard a lot of the commentators said uh, this morning, the starting price was uh, now 40 to 45 million. And Lamar is setting himself up for a big payday. And some saying are saying that, hey, if he takes one good pop, that big payday is over. So he, he's taking a chance. What do you say? Ring the bell. Let me know. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I say that Lamar is a smart guy. And, and I think that... Uh, Whatever formula that he's been using, him and his mom, it's been working so far. 
Uh, it's been getting him. Uh, I mean, he's one of the most exciting players that I've seen come along, you know, since uh, Michael Vick, you know, and them guys and the, the other guy that I can't think of his name right now. I'm having a vintage moment, but he got hurt and he's still in the league, but he got hurt. And uh, he was doing the same things before he got hurt. Heisman Trophy winner. But uh, some of you guys ring the bell. You'll let me know who he is. But, um, yeah, I, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he's a smart, smart guy. And um, now, if it were me or if it were you, what would you do? If, if you were coming up on your option year and it's either you get paid the big money now or you you take what you you get you you sign for and you become a free agent uh after the season i believe that's how it works and uh maybe you sign for a bigger payday what do you think what do you think ring the bell let me know man just hey hit hit it up top message me let me know I think that, um, I don't know <laughs> because it, it, it's his, is his uh, career, uh, it's his body. Um, he's dealing with, uh, management on his own. Um, and, uh, I wish him well. And, uh, what about the Baker Mayfield, uh, uh thing going on, uh, in Cleveland? You know, where Baker Mayfield uh, finally, uh, you know, says uh, uh, he think he was, uh, you know, wasn't treated well uh, at the, you know, departing, you know, the way the way they, you know, let him go, you know, the way he had to depart from Cleveland. And he doesn't feel he, you know, he didn't say it in that way. You know, um, he said he was disrespected. Um I don't know. Baker Mayfield, he may have a point because, uh, you know, when you have a business, when you're doing business, you know, you have to understand uh, football is a business, but we all, we only expect the, uh, the management side to be able to do business. Well, you know, this guy's putting his body and his life on the line. Every time he steps on the practice field and I think a lot of us fans, I think sometimes we lose sight of that. You know, these guys are, are you know, they, they have families. You know, they have friends. They, they have lives. You know, they, they're, they're human. And they put their lives on the line every time they step on the practice field, man. And I'm not saying the quarterback nowadays because the quarterback on the practice field, you know, he, he wears the you know, the red or the gold or the whatever, the, the vest they put on them and you can't hit them. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say, man. When he steps on that football field, you know, just like I was saying with uh, with the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar, it, it only takes one hit. It only takes one hit and, and your career could be over. Your life could be over. You, you, you know, um, and Baker has played hurt in Cleveland. Let, let's keep it real. Uh, the man did give you all that he had, and he played hurt. 
for mo, mo you know most of the time that he was there i can remember baker man uh getting up off the canvas being stung i mean like like you know wwe and baker you know so you know i i always try to keep things you know 50-50 you know because uh the management they has they have a say they they have a say in business but i think the the player should also have a voice and have a say in business and if he feels like that he didn't get the right uh deal they didn't treat him right you know and if you listen to what he's saying he's saying that hey he was he was you know they lied to him you know that they told him one thing and did another. And in business, hey, you shake hands, you look each other in the face, man, and you and you you make a decision, whether it's yay or nay, you know. And those are the coaches that you respect, the ones that look you in the face and say, "Hey, man, we're going a different direction. We think you 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 know we think you're a fabulous guy. We think you're a good quarterback. We think you'll fit in a different system, but we think our system." is more geared for this, this, or thus. And keep it real. Or we're looking for this or that. And, or if you don't have it, which I think Baker Mayfield does, I think he, I think he, you know, they're trying to say that he's not a, um, what? He can't take him to the promised land. Well, maybe not, but what? 89, 90% of the quarterbacks in the NFL can't take you to the promised land. That's not saying that Baker Mayfield can't win it all. And I'm, and I'm telling you guys, uh, Hey, he can go to a system. And if you put the right people there, cause the office of line is everything. Let's let's just keep that up a hundred. The offensive line is everything. And if he can go and stay healthy with an offensive line that keeps him healthy, that protects him, and he has some stars at the wide receivers' positions, not guys who are dropping the ball like they were dropping the ball. I'm not going to name them because I started to. <laughs> I started to but I'm not going to name them because you know they were dropping the ball, some of them. And, yeah, sometimes it was Baker's fault. Sometimes he – but, he, you know, I got to give him credit. He had a sling on his – you know, come on, let's talk. Ring the bell. And I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. I'm not per se uh, so far a Cleveland Brown fan, even though I don't dislike Cleveland Brown. I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland Browns, but I'm not like a Cleveland Brown fan. You know, I'm not – I'm not hoping they win or hoping they lose. Most of the time, I hope they win. But if they play one against one of my teams, of course, hey, I'm going against Cleveland. So, uh, you know, I hope you see my stance. I'm not really, you know, I'm not really riding with Baker Mayfield. But at the same time, I'm riding with the football player. And a player that plays quarterback for a team that, is a real good team, not a great team, but
but a real good team and a team that could be better. And management feels that they could be better. Uh, and they feel starting at the quarterback position is where they, they need to start at. I can respect that position too. But if I were in Baker's position, I would just, hey, man, let my uh, play. I'd go somewhere and sit down because <laughs> you know you're going to be a backup. And I and, and somebody somebody going to either, you know, take a need a blow or, 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 or the circumstances going to need you to come in. And and that's when I must blow them away. And I ain't going to never stop. And I ain't going to still ain't going to say a word. I'm just and that's when you try to take them to the promised land. And, and then you and then that's when all the critics are silenced. And if you feel that you are the real deal. You know, first round draft pick and, and, and doing commercials and if you feel you're deserving of those things. then hey. OK, that's that's what you go for. That is what you go for. Now, on to some NBA news and my man Zion Williamson. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know where to begin with Zion because Zion is like, he's like, he was, you, you all know he was my favorite player. Not of all time. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he, Everybody know Michael Jordan is my favorite player of all time. The great MJ. Yeah. And then come Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> you know. And, and for y'all that uh, uh and for y'all that don't understand, Isaiah Thomas is the greatest point guard of all time, and tiny Nate Archibald is right there second. And I wanted to say tiny first. And then uh, Isaiah, but I got to give it to Isaiah because I think Isaiah might have, you know, Isaiah might have took him. But, you know, you really can't say greatest because they all were great, but them were my favorites. I'll put it that way. And I wasn't no Detroit Piston fan either. I didn't like the bad boys, but Isaiah is, is the greatest point guard to ever exist. For real. Now, let's get back on my man Zion, because to me, he the greatest basketball player on the planet other than Ja Morant. Yeah. Now. And 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 you're about to get passed up by Devin Booker if you don't get back on the court. Oh, and Donovan Mitchell. And you and, and Donovan Mitchell about to pass you up. So I hope I'm letting you know, son. And let me say this, too. Let me say this, too. Because Zion, I love you, man. You a good dude. But you need to lose about 25 pounds. At least 20. You got to, man. You got to. And if you're eating fast food, oh, no, 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 no. That's not good for your bones. And them professionals, they, they, they need to be telling you this. 
especially for longevity. Because, man, you need to be uh, setting records, man, not missing 200 and 300 games. You you need to be setting records. Yeah, that's my rant. That's my dude. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, I, hey, man. I'm a tiger. I mean, not that man. I'm I'm thinking about my man Tiger. But I'm a hey, that's my man. Yeah. Zion. Ooh, that boy can play, man. If he can just get on the court and stay healthy. But he got to eat some neck bones and some uh, uh you know, some beef neck bones, some greens, some beans, some cornbread. Yeah, that's what he need. Okay, now let me get on my man Patrick Beverly because everybody talking about my man Patrick Beverly and, you know, talking about, the, you know, he he do all this stuff, you know, for, for the fans. And, and he does, he do, he do it for show. He do it for, and, uh, but let me tell y'all something. Does he overdo it? Yeah, he overdo it. <laughs> but the NBA be getting a little boring sometimes. <laughs> it does. Without them stars I just named, sometimes you get to do it, get a little bit, you know. And one thing, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna critique you, Patrick Beverly, which I shouldn't do because that I I don't like doing that. But I'm gonna do it because you know you open just you open the can of worms up. But you know, getting on the television with the young man Edwards uh, as your as a mentor, and uh, I understand the the fight, and I understand the. You know, um, but um, that's why you got fined $30,000. And I don't think that was a good lesson for the young man, Edwards, because, you know, that's not something good uh, attitude-wise to teach him. But at the same time, let me tell you something like this, Patrick Beverly. You you cut from the old cloth, from the old school Cause when you got up there with the Bud Light, <laughs> hey man, that's old school, man. I couldn't. I'm vintage, man. And when you said what you said, that was old school, vintage. That's what the old schoolers used to say. And and I and I'm not gonna say that Pete Rose used to say stuff like that, but Pete Rose used to sound kind of like that sometimes. You know, like, hey man, I'm gonna say what I got to say. I'm not saying that he used language like that. I don't remember him doing that. But Pete would say what he had to say, you know? And we respected him for it because he was a man's man. Uh, Now, I kind of dig that, hey, When you when you when you when you're in a in a basketball game and you're giving all everything like that, that's old school. That ain't that old easy like like Charlotte played last night. When I watched Charlotte and Atlanta, and and Charlotte wasn't playing no 
defense. Do you hear me? Zero. None. None. Oh, just just up and down the court. And if we just score a couple of baskets, so and we just play this easy little basketball. And, and Charlotte is one of my teams. I was so hurt. I was like, man, if I could call Michael Jordan up on the phone, man, if I had the red phone. If I just had the red phone where I could pick up and call Michael Jordan and say, man, let me help you out and, and get you some some real shooters and some real rebounders and some and some guys that play defense. Because that's all you need. Them guys wasn't playing no defense. And Patrick Beverly, that boy played defense. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you say he's 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 he's, he's a pest or he get on your nerves. <laughs> and I know he do. If I was a player, he'd get on my nerves. I'd be like, will somebody please come get this dude? But that's, hey, hey, man, that's what make his fans like him. When, when, when he play on your team, that's what make his fans like him because they be like, he done took that player out the game. That, that player of mine gone because Patrick Beverly all in his head. So for that, yeah, that's old school. That's vintage. And, uh, yeah. Kind of like that. <laughs> kind of like that, Patrick Beverly. But uh, Lakers, what is happening with the Los Angeles Lakers? Can anybody tell me? Oh, man, are they going to break that team up or, or, or what? Somebody let me know. Because, I mean, the way they, they making it sound like Westbrook, you know, he gone. I mean, I don't get it. LeBron, you know, is he, is you know, what's up? Somebody tell me. Oh, boy. So. What else we got going on? Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. How's your team faring? I'll tell you what. The Major League Baseball season has kicked it off pretty good. And uh, Toronto, you know, and uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay, they look like they're going to be pretty good this year. But Boston and New York, hey, got to watch out for them guys. So, yeah, they're in, uh, what, the AL East? So the AL East seems to be stacked this year. It's going to be uh, Toronto all the way down to New York. Over in the Central, you got the White Sox in Cleveland. I don't know. Kansas City's got a pretty good team. But uh, it looks like all White Sox in Cleveland's now how do you feel about the Cleveland changing their name to the Guardians? Now, I'm, I'm sorry, Cleveland. I, I got to get used to that. <laughs> I got to get used to the Guardians. I was thinking Galaxy or the the Troopers or the, the President. I don't know, but Guardians? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get used to it. 
Cleveland Guardians are 44 and 2 at, at beginning the season. So, yeah. They got a nice little team, but let's move on to the uh, AL West where Houston and Oakland seems to be uh Yeah, they seem to be carrying it. Excuse me, carrying the lead over there, but the surprise team in the AL East is the Mets. The Mets are 5 and 2. If you guys are some New York Mets fans around the world, your team is 5 and 2. The next team that's uh, coming up is the Philadelphia Phillies, and they're three and three. So, yeah, New York started off pretty good, five and two. And if you're uh, in the Central, my team, the Cardinals, they're three and one, and the uh, rivalry team, the Cubs, are three and two. So, uh, and Milwaukee, the other rivalry team, is three and three. So it's right now it's three way with the three rivalry teams: St. Louis, Chicago, and Milwaukee. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be uh, rivalry central. And uh, the West, Colorado Rockies, 4-1. and one. So if you're out there in the Rockies enjoying yourself, you're having a good season, it's 4-1. and one. San Francisco is next up at 4-2, and two, and the Dodgers are right there at 3-2. and two. Man, it's going to be a really, really good baseball season. And uh, Ian Happ, Ian Happ is having a very, very good season. He's leading the league uh, in hitting. And, uh, man, there's some really, really good guys that's, uh, you know, they're, they're clubbing the ball. Uh, Guerrero, uh, he has four home runs, and he leads the league uh, with four home runs. And, uh, man, it's just going to be a dynamite, dynamite uh, uh, a season already. Jose Ramirez. Yeah, with the Cleveland Guardians, he already has 14 RBIs on the season. So, yeah, it's going to be a very, very good season in the um, MLB. And how's it going on? How's your team doing in your neck of the woods? Hey, man, ring the bell. Let me know how your team is doing, how your favorite player is doing. And, uh, hey, man, welcome back, Albert Pujols, to the St. Louis Cardinals Home run, Albert Pujols. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.